She's Kylan Mills. I'm hungover. This <laughs> is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's that simple. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. You can follow Kyla Mills on all social media platforms at Kyla Mills. Her name, it's super easy. You can follow me, Sarah Sauces, on threads at Dog Wild. Kylan, great to see you. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And that was disgusting. I, I, I call this game a must-win for the Golden State Warriors, considering how bad of a team the Memphis Grizzlies are, considering all the injuries they're facing this year. And despite that, the Golden State Warriors, uh, look, 30 free throw attempts is was the difference between Memphis and, and Golden State. I know there's a lot more to break down. This is Draymond Green's. First game back, I'm slow. How are you? And what's your reaction? Take it away. Talk the whole show if you want. Great to see you, Kylan. Cyrus, that was the most epic intro we've ever done to any show. She's Kyle Mills, and I'm hungover. I- I'm uh, gonna like take that and use that. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's. I'm glad we're finding something to smile about and laugh about because this was an embarrassing performance. You pointed out the Grizzlies have been decimated by injuries. Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, the only starter available for this game. The rest, I mean, we're talking about two-way guys playing, players who are 22, 23 years old, putting up career highs. Gigi Jackson Jr. uh, finished, or Gigi Jackson, rather, had a career-high 23 points. Vincent Williams Jr., another second-round pick in his third year in the NBA, puts up a season-high 24 points. It just – it was horrible all the way around. This was a game that was winnable for the Warriors. They went in as seven-and-a-half-point favorites, and they couldn't deliver even with Draymond Green back in the mix. Um, you know, they did shoot lights out from beyond the arc. The Grizzlies did. But you can't just say every single game, oh, well, teams are just shooting well against the Warriors. At some point, the defense has to get better. Yeah. The Warriors have to figure something out. They're 29th in the league in defensive rating. Perimeter defending is not good. The Warriors are? Are they that bad now? Yes. Oh, they're down there. Know. Maybe that was just 29th in the league when Draymond Green was out. But no, I think they're 29th. I don't know if that was Jesus. just during the Draymond Green oh stretch or 29th. Okay. Double check. Double check the stats. I, uh, but they're way down there. Um I'm not disputing it. I just haven't looked. I haven't. I haven't looked that number up in a little I while. Just, it, yes, I, it's I literally, believable. It's just crazy. I literally just, like, I literally just read that. But actually, now that you mentioned, I think it might have been during Draymond. Since Draymond Green went out, they're twenty. Since December twelfth was the last time Draymond Green had played, and I think the last month for sure they've been 29th in defensive rating, only ahead of the Detroit Pistons, the worst team in basketball. Um, so at some point, it's not just other teams hitting shots. The Warriors have to do something defensively. Um, turnovers, sloppy play, 19 turnovers. You pointed out the fouls. Yes. If you want to look at the disparity, 40 to 10, it's easy to point the finger at the referees, but at the same time, I just thought this was a sloppy game by the Warriors. Um, and it was a game that should have been winnable. I didn't like the starting lineup. Uh, 
Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Kavon Looney, and Dario Saric. Uh, we've talked about the Warriors are getting old. At some point, turn it over to the youngsters. Jonathan Kaminga coming off of back-to-back 20-point performances. I know there's actually some disparity right now about how people think Jonathan Kaminga played. I was looking in the chat. Um, but regardless, I just that lineup did not make sense to me. Surprisingly, though, they did win the first quarter, so... Maybe I'm wrong. Why did Corey Joseph play seven minutes in the first half? I thought when he went in, there was a momentum shift. His minutes were not uh, contributing. I I don't think it was positive. I just, there's so many things wrong with this team right now. It's hard to figure out where to start. The starting lineup, the rotations, like all of it. It's just, it's not good. Well, let's start with, uh, I mean, this was Draymond Green's first game back in over a month. Yeah. Um, And folks, side note, by the way, uh, yeah, but my dad had a, uh, my dad and I went to dinner last night. I drink maybe twice a year now, which is a far cry from my glory days. Um, I feel like my, myself 20 years ago, if, if he heard that, that I, I, I drink tw- two times a year now, he would be shocked. But, you know, it's it kills productivity and, you know, it's bad for you. So I mellowed out. But, you know, when I do drink, this is who I am. So I apologize if I'm being slow a little bit. If I don't make sense, I'm doing my best here. Um, look, the first thing is Draymond Green comes back. I didn't think he looked bad. I, I thought he was a decent no. facilitator offensively. Um, he hit a three. Def- he hit a nice three in the first half. That I was, and like, he hit okay. a second one where his foot was on the line, yeah. which is unfortunate. Um, it looked like it was a three. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and it was just short. I thought defensively, he was good, not great. He didn't really stick out. Look, first of all, the I guess I bring him up besides the fact that it's his first game back in so long, but. When you're you're the free throw disparity is this extreme. I I, don't, I mean forty to ten in terms of free throw attempts. To put it in perspective, the the Memphis Grizzlies outscored the Golden State Warriors by twenty three points just from free throws, and they won this game by nine. So it, it might be overly simplistic to point a finger at the free throws as being like the fundamental difference here, but it, you can't ignore it either. And I guess the question I'm asking you, Kylan, and I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, um, do you think Draymond's comeback had anything to do with that? Meaning, like, Dre's back in the lineup, and right away, first game back, officials are giving the other team 30 more free throw attempts. Is that just a coincidence? I I saw a lot of shady calls, you know, a lot of calls that were not made when I saw a Warriors players getting fouled left and right. I, I It seems sus to me. I, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, I don't think it just has to do with Draymond. Like, I just think that the Warriors are refereed harder than other teams in general. Like, I think that Steph Curry doesn't get calls that other teams get. And I feel like that's just kind of the Warriors' luck. And I don't know if that's a direct result of Draymond being on the team or just because, you know, whatever. (laughs) And now you got Chris Paul, who's got beef with refs, as we saw uh, earlier on in the season. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, I don't think the Warriors ever get the benefit of the doubt from the refs. So I don't know necessarily if this was a Draymond specific thing, but I just, I don't want to look and blame this game on the refs because I just think the Warriors have so many issues that need to be figured out. Um, I, I just don't think for me, that's not the number one thing I can point to. Like 19 turnovers is a huge problem. Uh, I think they were giving up way too many wide open threes. Uh, let me look. The Grizzlies had too many steals that were just, I felt like we're presentable. What did they finish with? 13, 13 steals. And I'm not, I'm not saying just real quick. I'm not for the record. I'm not saying that's the reason. It's just, it is an outlandish and outrageous disparity. I mean that like, I feel like if it was any other team, if this was, let's say a playoff game and after the game, you're noticing a disparity like that, it would be news grabbing 
headline. It would be. It would be. I mean, it was egregious. Look, obviously, this team has much bigger issues, Kyla. For starters, this is the third oldest team in the NBA, right? This is also the smallest team in the NBA. We, I, you and yeah. I have been clamoring for a trade yeah. for a long time, and I, I don't think there's any doubt it's needed. Um, you know, I, again, I don't think the recipe for success is being old and small. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. And I think like the, definitely you can look at the refereeing as a factor, but I completely agree. I think the Warriors are older and smaller than other teams and the NBA is changing. And I don't think that Steve Kerr has changed. I don't think the philosophy has changed. Like I think the Warriors need to update what they're doing um, to try to keep up with the rest of the league. And I don't think they're doing that right now. Mm -hmm. um, to me, they need to make some major roster changes before the NBA trade deadline. It's looming just 20 plus days away and there's got to be some changes. I think the Warriors need to go bigger um, and they need to go younger. And there are young pieces on the roster right now that I think should be getting more opportunities. I know we keep talking about Moses Moody, but he's injured now with a calf strain. But when he comes back, we'd love to see him get more opportunities. It was an unfortunate timing on his injury because he had back-to-back 20-point -back nights and then gets hurt. But to me, evidence that he should be getting more time because he can never crack 20 minutes. Rarely, he finally does, and he puts up some solid minute or some solid points. But I think the Warriors need to look younger, and they need to get a four and a five. Like I, I like Jonathan Kaminga, but you pointed out J.K. really could be a three, and mm -hmm. I still would like Jonathan Kaminga with the Warriors organization. But Kevon Looney is too slow. I'm sorry, mm -hmm. he's too slow. You add in Dario Saric, don't mind him, but. He's not the most athletic guy either. So mm -hmm. what do we got down there? Trace Jackson Davis is a rookie. Mm -hmm. He can't be responsible for a majority of the workload inside. It just, it's baffling to me. Um, the roster construction was a concern, but to me now it's a glaringly obvious weakness um, that the Warriors need to get yeah. a four and a five, both. Um, and then at some point, why is Andrew Wiggins starting? Why? That's I'm glad you brought that up. That Let's was baffling to me as well. We can get into that. <laughs> Let's definitely get into that because that is baffling. I've been holding my tongue a lot, just trying to, you know, be nice about the fact that Wiggins is starting again. I, Wiggins to me is is problem number one on this roster. I when you there's a lot of problems with this team, but if you have to pick what is what does this start with in terms of why this is all falling apart? To me, Wiggins is at the top of the list simply because you counted on him. You were counting on him to be your number two player. You were counting on him for scoring. You were counting on him for athleticism and defense. I also have a theory. Uh, I posted this on my Threads account, Kylan. I'd love to share it with the audience and you when we come back in terms, at least a, a, a part of the reason why Wiggins is struggling. I, I have a theory. I don't, I'd love to run it by you and everyone else. Um, but we got to, yeah, we got to break it down in terms of, of Andrew Wiggins. I think he's the trade piece if you're going to make a trade. We got a lot to talk about, folks. One well, that's the only reason why some people theorize that he's starting is because the trade value thing. But like, please don't put us through that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're right. No, no, no I'm thumbs you up because you're but, right. You're absolutely right. It's let, let logically speaking, but let's it's hope, painful. <laughs> yeah, let's hope that's what's going on here. Uh, yeah. And and uh, when this first sponsor we have tonight, BetterHelp, I think is apropos. I mean, look, it, it, this Warriors team is depressing. Uh, anybody who's a member of Dub Nation, you got to be anxiety ridden just uh, following this team and this action. I mean, look, Steve Kerr has been talking about this team being a championship contender. They look anything but when you watch this 
uh, you know, the squad on the court. And today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA and get on your way to being your best self. And whether it's something as trivial as your sports team completely frustrating you, whether it's something that biologically you just cannot help, whether it's just circumstances in life. I mean, look, reality is not easy, folks. I mean, the old adage, life is hard. There rings a lot of, uh, there's a lot of truth that rings to that. And that's where therapy can help. And BetterHelp is a perfect resource for that, or at least an excellent one, just in the sense that it's easy. You don't have to waste time driving. You don't have to waste money on gas. Uh, you can do it right from your home, so it's convenient. They have thousands of therapists to choose from. And anybody who's gone through the therapy process knows that sometimes the first, maybe even second or third try is not it. So you have an opportunity with BetterHelp to keep searching for the right therapist. It's it's okay to seek help. And BetterHelp is there for you. So celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on NBA. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. Kylan, I have a FanDuel uh, and I have an idea for folks who can legally play with FanDuel and it's legal in a lot of states, still not here in California yet. But I, to, in my humble opinion, I think this is a borderline guaranteed bet. So if you can actually access FanDuel, thank me later for the money you win. If there is a proposition where you can bet on the Niners to at least reach the NFC Championship. I w- do you know what the score is, by the way, of the Eagles-Bucks game right now? Any, any, no, I don't know. Are you, are you keeping track of that? Because I was going to suggest that uh, Eagles... 13-3, Bucks are up. Wow, really? Oh, that's crazy. Well, I was going to say... <laughs> so to say be careful what you're about to suggest. <laughs> well, my suggestion is this. Oh, it, doesn't matter. I, I, that, it actually makes my suggestion that much more confident in just the Niners winning the NFC Championship. Whatever the odds are on that, the fact that the Eagles are potentially not going to be an obstacle, that's a clear path, folks. I'm feeling great about this 49ers team to make the Super Bowl. And you could bet on that and so much more with FanDuel. Kylan, what do you feel about the Niners? Are you feeling as confident as I am? Yeah, I think the Niners should win the – I mean, they beat the Eagles handedly earlier this season. I, regardless of what happens in the outcome of this game, Bucks or Eagles, I think the Warriors – or the Warriors. I think the Niners are winning the NFC. Oh, easy. I, I think they're going to crush the Packers next week. I don't see any obstacles. And look, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you just place a $5 bet. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. That's $150 they're giving to you just for placing a $5 bet. That's a hell of a promo. Bet on the Niners. Thank me later. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dawn has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And subscribe to Kylan Mills on social media. Her handle is the same across the board, regardless of the platform, at Kylan Mills. Kylan, do you have stats in front of you? Uh, uh, well, who are some of the leaders? Who played well for the Warriors today, if you have those 
numbers in I front of you. I have them in front of me, but Shoot, you know, please, I, go for it. I mean, leading you do the way. You don't. I do. I have them leading the way in terms of scoring was Steph with twenty six points. Uh, you know, fairly efficient night, but not great from beyond the arc. Eleven of twenty from the floor, three of nine from deep. He also did though chip in four boards, eight assists, two steals. One block did have five turnovers, though, which Steph mm-hmm. is typically up there in turnovers in regards to the team because he handles the ball so much. Also, four fouls. He finished at minus two, which was nowhere near the team worst. And can you guess who was the team's worst in terms of the plus minus category, Si? I want to see what your guess is. Oh, I, I, I know the answer, so I can't guess. Um, oh, you know? Okay, shoot. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, I, I didn't mean to go from the best performances straight to the worst, but... um. Clay Thompson, I don't think he should have played 34 minutes. Nine points, four of 10 from the field, one of four from beyond the arc. Zeros in the rebounding category, steals and blocks. He did have three assists, but was a team worst, minus 22. And this is where I talk about Steve Kerr needs to evolve with the league. At some point, if the vets aren't playing well, their minutes need to be reduced. I'm not even calling for him to go to the bench at this point, which is what a lot of people want. Not opposed to that either, but why is Clay Thompson with a team worst minus 22 playing 34 minutes? Yeah, I don't Can you explain that to me. The only explanation, and, and this has been a gripe all season, and, and we're not the only ones saying this, but just a side note everything you're hearing from every other member of sports media who covers the Warriors, we've been saying it for over a year now. So you're welcome on that front. Um, but the, the Clay Thompson thing is to me is symbolic of. Steve Kerr basically assuming going into the season that his starting five that a lot of people have, have said, you know, a year ago, they led the NBA in net rating. That starting five. We saw him briefly on the court together tonight with, you know, so-so results, but Wiggins is done. I don't like we're tomorrow. The next, I'm not tomorrow. The Warriors next play. Uh, who is their next game? Utah on Wednesday. Um, that represents the halfway point of the NBA season. Kylan, that's 41 games. At a certain point, you have to accept the new reality, which is that Andrew Wiggins is not his, his old self. And we, we saw glimpses of his old self briefly last year. It was a season that was marred by injuries. It was marred by illness, marred by whatever kept him out. I mean, Sham Sharnia reported it was his dad's illness. But I, I don't I still that's still weird to me that, uh, you know, I look, I'm not trying to diminish familial relationships and the feelings you have for parents and the effect something like that could have on you. But he missed what three months because your dad is ill. I mean, that's a little much to me. And if that's the reason I don't get it. I mean, you're a professional athlete. This is your job. Most other uh, employers out there do not give their employees three months off because you have a parent who's ill. So whatever was going on, this is the Wiggins we have now is, is what you see. What you see is what you get with him. Uh, you know, his numbers tonight, for example, it was okay, right? Uh, 16 points, five rebounds in 30 minutes. Uh, you know, by his standards, it was a good shooting night. It was a good shooting night, period. Seven of 13 from the field. But that's not an all-star level player. Those aren't the type of numbers that you're going to get from what is supposed to be the second best player on your roster. Andrew Wiggins, look, the good news is a performance like tonight doesn't diminish his trade value. But if this team is serious... They're going to trade Wiggins. You have to. And I understand there's reports out there that his value is diminished. So, And this is where it's going to suck if you have to attach a Moses Moody, if you have to attach 
a first round pick. The Warriors have plenty of those, of future draft picks, but they've got to move on from Wiggins. The Clay Thompson thing you mentioned, I totally agree. He gets 34 minutes tonight for nine points. And for someone who's, who's the second greatest shooter ever, to, for him to go one of four from deep, these are just like those two have always, in my humble opinion, it's one A and one B in terms of what the problems are with this team. It's Kerr came into the season thinking Wiggins was going to be a second best player. He came to the season thinking Clay was still going to resemble the Clay of old. Neither is true. And he doesn't adjust to him. It's like he got punched in the face. Kerr, Kerr, let me know what you think about this. To me, Kerr resembles a boxer who got punched straight in the nose and just doesn't know how to respond to it. He doesn't know how to react. He came in with a game plan. It's the old Mike Tyson adage, like, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Kerr got punched in the face with his two primary perimeter players being a shell of their former selves. And unfortunately, he is he's showing his mettle. He, he's showing that he doesn't know what to do now. And when we come back, Kylan, please react to that because maybe I went too far. I don't know. I've got a damn hangover. This doesn't happen every day. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Uh, let's. Uh, am I talking crazy, Kylan, before we go to the break? I don't know. what. <laughs> uh, I... I like your comparison about Kerr not being able to adjust and being one being punched in the face. Like I, I do agree with that, that I, he, he's struggling to figure out an alternative game plan uh, compared to what's worked in the past years. I'm going to disagree though on Andrew Wiggins. I, I don't like the criticism of him missing multiple months because his dad being ill. I, I'm just going to want to shut that down from my perspective immediately, but let's well, shut get it into it after the break. Shut it down. When we come back, I, I, because I'm not, I'm not sitting here standing on, you know, I'm not I'm not sitting here with conviction saying I'm right saying that, but I also like to apply real world applications to all these circumstances. And Kylan, I don't know of a single employer like my employers, like, <laughs> I, I, would you ever get three months off if your mom or dad was sick? I guess that's I'm, what I'm trying to say here. You know, and I, just, I think that, you know, I employers should treat people like people and that family should come first. And because that's not the expectation here in the U.S., I don't think that makes it OK. Um, and if the Warriors want to build this culture where they say, oh, we care about our players, it's such a positive environment, blah, blah, and they need to put their money where their mouth is. Sure. At the end of the day, if a player is struggling, give them the opportunity and the time away to take care of business and take care of what's most important in life. That's my personal perspective on it. I don't care if other employers do it or not, because I just don't think it makes it right. You look at, you know, PTO, absences and maternity leave paternity leave in other countries. The U.S. is the worst by far in all of those categories at not valuing, you know, employees as people. And right. all right, sorry, like I said, I'm going to go into a separate tangent on this. So I just, I don't think it's okay anyway. Like, I don't think the regular, you know, person should have to deal with that. So I don't have an issue with the Warriors letting him take time off. I really don't. But when he comes back, he should be ready to play and be contributing. Yeah. At this point, we're so far removed from that. Like that was almost a year ago now. He's not performing. Don't know what the reason is, but, you know, the Warriors got to figure out an alternative. They've got to figure out a way forward. And they've got to make roster changes. I don't trust that Andrew Wiggins is going to be the Andrew Wiggins he was two years ago. So let's move forward and figure out how can we improve this roster? Good answer. Yeah, I actually I agree with everything you said. Uh, uh, we'll get into it more in just a moment. But first, speaking of medicine and speaking of, uh, you know, having issues at home, one solution, at least one resource that could help you is Jace. And look, I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling 
than if your partner in life, husbands, wives, uh, children, parents, whatever it is, if they get sick while well, a supply chain issue keeps them from the life-saving medication they need, thankfully, you'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, <clears throat> excuse me, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, <clears throat> excuse me, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the code Locked On to get $20 off your order. Oops. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, one final segment here with Kyla Mills. You can follow her on all social media platforms at her name, Kyla Mills. And for the everydayers, uh, we're back at this uh, at the latest Wednesday. We're playing the Utah Jazz. Kyla, have we, we, are you joining me for that show? Is that the other show you're doing this week with me? Have we figured that out? Uh, we have planned on that, but I actually got to chat about it after. I made Sounds you good. Okay. I so, made so Tuesday or Thursday. That. I made you Tuesday or Thursday, but I'll be back again this week. Okay. So yeah. Well, well yeah. And, and, you, and again, you can follow Kylan at, at her name at Kylan Mills uh, on all social media platforms. Follow me on threads at dog wild. That's where I post updates on the show. Um, here's my only rebuttal to the Andrew Wiggins thing is he does make a buttload of money, right? We're talking uh, his salary last year was close to $30 million. And it just seems wild to me that for the amount of money you're making for the position you have in life, that you work in a culture where on one hand, you can get three months off of work because of supposedly an illness in your family. I'm not disagreeing with that. I think that's really cool, to be honest. But it's just not most of us in this world don't get that luxury. So it does sting a little bit to see him get that level of privilege, whereas most of us in this country cannot get that kind of luxury. And you're also dealing with a, with a, with a culture where teammates are getting punched out, like Draymond did to Jordan Poole. And there's virtually no ramifications from Draymond Green's perspective. Uh, you're seeing a culture where, where two youngsters like Kaminga and Moody are getting no privilege of any kind. Like, they, like they're not getting the minutes that I that I think a lot of people, myself included, feel they deserve. Meanwhile, Andrew Wiggins is taking months off. His performance is a shell of what it used to be. But he's still getting Kerr's benefit of the doubt. I'm just seeing a lot of double standards. And I'm seeing like... I'm not seeing equal fair treatment for all the players involved. I guess I guess I feel like if Kaminga's uh, mom or dad got sick, I don't know if he would get three months off. And I don't know if he would come back, if he'd be welcome back with, from Cure with like open arms, like we'll just work with you on your schedule. That's my primary issue with this whole thing. Am I making sense or am I talking crazy? Uh, I want to move on from it because I just, I don't want to speculate on how JK would be treated if something happened to him. Like I would hope that it would be a policy across the board for, for everyone's family, but I just, I don't want to speculate on it. I want to figure yeah. out what the problem is right now because where the Warriors are at, regardless of what happened with Andrew Wiggins last year, right now it's a, it's a problem and they're going to have to figure it out. This team four games below 500, almost halfway through the season it's not working. So there needs to be changes. What would you change on the roster if you could pick and pull anyone right now, Cy? 
Uh, before I answer that, uh, what you want to hear from Draymond Green? He he took sure. the podium. Yeah, um, and I'll happily answer that right after. Uh, so why don't we hear from Draymond Green? It was his first game back from missing over a month because of suspension. And here is what he has to say about the team's performance tonight, including their defensive intensity. Uh, it falls off for having pride. Um, just got to have pride in yourself as a man. And I'm not going to let my guy score. And our closeouts was too soft. Our rotations were too slow. Um, so it's just no pride. Like, and until every guy take pride in themselves and want to stop the guy in front of them, we'll suck. All right. So there we go. Uh, so he's saying there's, there's a lack of pride defensively. Um, look, ultimately Kylan, I think Wiggins has to be traded. I, I, to me, I don't even think it's, it's, I don't know if it's even a debate anymore. Now what you can get for him is a whole other discussion, um, you know, some people in the chat still say trade Kaminga, which I think is asinine. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga tonight, just to put it in perspective, was second on the team in scoring, 20 points. I had someone in the chat saying he doesn't rebound. He grabbed 11 boards tonight. And despite all that, once again, he's he's held to under 30 minutes. Um, this team is undefeated still when Jonathan Kaminga plays 30-plus minutes uh, per game. Uh, he played 29. He was 50% shooting from the field, 9 of 18. The only part of his game... Uh, which struggled was his three-point shot. He was only one for five. Did have three turnovers. That doesn't help either. Uh, Dario Saric had, I think you mentioned this, had four turnovers. Steph with five. Uh, Draymond Green also had three turnovers. Um, but to trade Kaminga, I just, I, for anyone who's still discussing that, for who? You know, I don't think there's anyone out there you could trade him for that would magically turn this aging roster into a championship contender even a Laurie Markkinen, I, you know, Laurie Markkinen is a solid player. He's a seven footer. But the reason why I'm a little apprehensive on giving up the farm for Laurie Markkinen is because Laurie Markkinen is still not going to shut down, uh, is not going to defend a Nikola Jokic. He's not going to shut down or defend a Giannis Antetokounmpo. He gives you size, but he doesn't solve the defensive issues. And I don't think he would be worth giving up uh, Jonathan Kaminga for. Um, so I just don't see any players out there where it's worth trading Kaminga. Um, but I do think Wiggins, you have to trade. What do you think? I agree. Uh, regardless of what his value is, like you pointed out, the Warriors may have to throw someone else in with Andrew Wiggins because of his performance this season. It's unfortunate, but I think it's what needs to happen. Uh, he's just, you know, not a positive roster spot right now. And, you know, I again, I just thought it was baffling that he started tonight. But one thing to keep in mind, I've seen a lot of people say trade everyone, trade everyone but Steph. I've seen some people say trade everyone but the youngsters, as in Brandon Pachemski, Trace Jackson Davis, Moody, and Kaminga. Um, the Warriors are in a very precarious position because you have the potential to piss off a large portion of your fan base and to double-cross some of the players that brought you all of these championships if you dump Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. And you also you know, put yourself in the position to – cross Steph Curry because I don't think Steph is going to want either of those guys to go. So for people saying trade everyone, this is going to be a tough spot. Um, mm -hmm. And then when you look at the youngsters, you don't want to trade away too much of the future. 
because I think you keep Jonathan Kaminga. I still think he has a ton of potential. He's only in his third year in the league. He still has a ton of room for growth. He's super young. He came in after just one year with a G League Ignite. I still think he has a ton of potential and needs to be developed. I don't think he's gotten the proper development with Golden State so far. There needs to be a sense of accountability from the Warriors organization, from Steve Kerr not yep. setting these young players up for success. I know the Warriors have been working on developing a relationship with Santa Cruz, and a lot of those players say they've had positive experiences there. I think that's good, but then at some point you've got to integrate them into the NBA, into the full team, into the game plan, and I don't think that has fully happened yet. The going back and forth from being in the rotation, out of the rotation, getting minutes, not getting minutes, DNPs, it's too much for a young player to truly grow. So my fear is keeping those four young players and them not really being set up for success. That's one thing that I think needs to change. I would like to see the young guys stay because I think all four of those guys do have a ton of potential. And at some point, the Warriors have to start investing in the lottery picks and developing them. Mm-hmm. But I think they need to be given consistent minutes and become a focal part of the game plan for that to happen. At this point, the Warriors are four games below 500. What is there to lose? Mm-hmm. I agree. No, I'm wholeheartedly with you for the, uh, like in the chat, for example, someone writes, um, uh, Jay Boogie writes that Pascal Siakam is better than Kaminga. Let's say for the sake of argument, you're right. Pascal Siakam is on the verge of turning 30. So you're, you're giving up nearly nine years. Kaminga three years from now is going to be better than Pascal Siakam three years from now. And if you make that trade, you're trading the future and a huge part of the present for a player who's still not going to be the difference in terms of winning a championship. Like, so I, I don't support that trade at all. Um, and then uh, Fang USFU writes, uh, don't trade Kaminga, but he is the only valuable asset other than Clay and CP3 salary. Moses Moody is, all, is also an asset. Uh, other people do like, other teams out there do like Moody. Um, I like Moody as well. I'm not endorsing trading him, but if you're talking about Kaminga being the only asset, no, you also have Moses Moody and you also have first round draft picks in every draft except for this year. Um, you also have a ton of second round picks. Those are valuable. So, um, yeah, that's what I think about that. Um, and then the the ultimate thing too is, uh, I mean, I, is this team going to, I guess they're just going to, Kylan, how do you see this playing out? I, I don't really have 30 seconds. Maybe it's too late to answer, but I was going to say yeah. like, is this going to be the rest of the year? <laughs> I mean, this, gonna, this is crazy. I hope not. I sure hope not. And I do want to mention something needs to change with Steve Kerr as well. A couple of people brought that up in the chat tra- in the chat. Um, he's got to come up with some new ideas. It's not working. I don't like his blind faith in the vets. At some point you need to make changes. At some point you need to invest more in developing the young guys. And I think that he needs a strategy change or the Warriors need a change in scenery at some point uh, when it comes to the coach. Yeah. It's One or the other needs to happen. That was just a bad game. There was no way to spin it. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We'll be back at it soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>